You're now rocking with DJ Reg West. Woohoo!
Money changes situation. Miscommunication leads to complication. My emancipation don't fit your equation. I was on the humble you on every station. Someone play young Lauren like she done. But remember not to game the one of the sun. Everything you did has already been done. I know all the tricks from bricks to kingdom. Like ting done, major king done, one wrong. Now understand El Boogie, not violent. But different things test me, run to me, gun. Can't take a threat to me, new one son. El been this way since creation. Call you far from temptation. Now you want ball over separation. Tarnish my image in the conversation. Who you gonna scrimmage like you the champion? You might win some, but you just lost one. You might win some, but you just lost one. You might win some, but you just lost one. You might win some, but you just lost one. You might win some, but you just lost one. Now, now, how come your talk turned cold? You ain't the whole world with the price of your soul. Trying to grab hold of what you can't control. Now you all lost with a sight to behold.
so good to us. <laughs> you brought us from a mighty long way. That's why we love you. Come on. Report podcast. You're now rocking with DJ Reg West. Woohoo! Hey, yo, blow your whistle! 
What up, what up, y'all? This is Miss 5678, and you're tuning into the Dances Report. And I am kicking off my dope DJs edition with all the dopest DJs that I love and respect. And um, I hope y'all are tuning in. I hope y'all like this. So um, right now, today, I have the amazing DJ Reg West from New York, New York. Hello, yes. Reg. Yes. Hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for those who don't know, he does. He sometimes will um, rock with Boston um, when they when it calls for it. When he when they bring him in, they have him um, play. You know, do a, a little mix on um, ninety four five. I believe it. That's where you are sometimes, right? Jamming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So just to let you know, he is in the building sometimes. You know. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So before I get, I kick off this in uh, this interview, I'm so excited to do. Um, I do a daily mood check in, and in this check in, it's basically to you know for uh, mental wellness uh, and your 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 mood on how you start your day and how you kick your day off. So I'll kick it off so that you kind of get an idea what uh, that looks like. So today sure. I woke up in a great mood, great um, spirit, uh, leading with joy. Um, nothing in concern, just in a real uh, focused um, mood and mode. Uh, so I had a great meeting this morning with one of my directors, and uh, we are venturing off into some more great business. So I kicked it off with that. Nothing that made me mad, sad, bothered, or indifferent. So so that's how my mood uh, started today. So what was your mood? What's your daily mood? What's one thing that made you happy today? And uh, one thing, if any, that made you mad, sad, or bothered, or indifferent? Ooh. Um, the optimistic uh, opportunity of getting uh, to work with some amazing people um, internationally. I, I had a, uh, I had a uh, DM conversation this morning that that seemed very promising so that was my uh my my morning uh mood i i guess of, of optimism yay um, uh the i guess mad or sad um, or bothered or indifferent you know that could be traffic um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean i don't know if if, if, if you ever get, get this way but i I, feel, I get a sense of cloudiness sometimes and and not knowing how to how to forge through it so yeah. so so I, I had a moment of that today but as always you got to just just wade through the water and get through it so, okay exactly um now before while we kick this off who is dj red west like who are you wow hey. that is such an intricate question i who know i know west? well should i should i start off with with how dj red west i guess became is, yes is, is that Perfect. Okay. So, so um, I was born in Queens, New York. Um, at nine, my parents and I moved out to Long Island. I have two older brothers, but they stayed in Queens. Um, growing up on Long Island um, was cool. It, it was definitely a different, different uh, environment, very suburban, very chill. Uh, but my oldest brother, who uh, lived in Queens, he was a part of the movement in Queens when it came to hip hop. So hey. they're about four, 13, 14 years older than me, my, my brothers. And um, when I was young, see five or six, my parents would let me, would uh, have them watch me while they go out to a movie or dinner or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. So my my brother was the sound man for any event that would happen in Jamaica, Queens, Southside Jamaica, Queens. Wow. Back then it was, back then it was the park jams. So mm -hmm. it was, it would be them hooking up the power to the, to the street lights to have juice and, he would he would be, he would be the person providing the sound system. Wow. Um, 
So on occasion, I would have to be with him at five. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but it it wasn't a regular thing, but it was on occasion. And I would get to see the DJs play, play, the MCs come through and rap and just a just a chill party environment in the park at night. Um, So that's that's part of the background. Fast forward Mm. to Long Island, which I mentioned earlier. Um, Music has always been ingrained in my system. Like if anybody who knows me grew up with me. I always had the Walkman and or the CD or the Discman later. Um, <laughs> I had both of those. Yikes! You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, so so leaving home on the bus, put it in my locker in school. After school's over, headphones back on, and I'm out the building. Mm-hmm. Um, I had um, a friend of mine who noticed that about me in high school, and was like, "Hey, Reg, I got a friend of mine who was learning how to DJ. You guys might want to get together and go on this journey together." So, long story short, I started. We started DJing in his garage. Um, you know, we didn't have like I had a couple of dollars in my pocket, so we would buy records occasionally. Um, to fast forward the story a little faster, he got us a small gig in this crappy little little club that just opened up. <laughs> I mean, it, it was terrible. Like we were terrible, but the experience of it was you know amazing because I'm playing music for people that and they're dancing. So wow. I, so that that was the start, like a turning point. Little, yes, it definitely was a turning point. My first record I ever played to to to, to give to give the people a uh, I guess a mark was KRS One Step Into a World. Oh wow! Um, so that was the record. That was that was the first record I, I remember purchasing as a DJ to to go play for the people. Um, fast forward a little little further. I had an internship at a recording studio out in Long Island, hey. as, as well as working at a, at a at a record store and do things along that, along, along those lines. And this DJ came in one day for a session to do some do some cuts on somebody's record. His name was DJ Four Five. Um, me and him, you know, I shook his hand and and blah blah blah. And, you know, he 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 went on his way. Fast forward to when I'm in college, I started putting out mixtapes, and I went to the one of the local uh, record stores, you know, the CD places that that that. This is back when you know the the, the CDs were in the the mom and pop stores, so you right. would go deliver your mixtapes to the mama pop shop through a consignment mm-hmm. and then they would give you some money later if your CD sold. So I went to this store owned by this, this gentleman who was super cool. Like he's like, Hey, I, I, I see you're starting this out. I got a DJ in the back who is has a, a, a great name. I think you should meet him. His name is DJ four five. Oh, wow. so, well, I remember DJ four five, but he doesn't remember me. Cause I'm just a kid who was the intern at the studio. So, oh, got it. So I get introduced DJ Four Five to to give you a, a, a background on him. At the time, he was Puffy's DJ. Wow. He was uh, uh, Little Kim's DJ. Got but it. Previously, he was he was Craig Mack's DJ. He was he he DJ for Biggie. Dope. He DJ for EPMD. Long story short, he was he was he had a very long and amazing track record. Wow. Um, off the introduction, he took me under his wing. And I became his apprentice, so to speak. I carried his crates. This is back when records were still exactly. You, know, you got to bring crate. You got to bring the crates with the records with them. Exactly. So I was I was the guy carrying his crates. So parties and shows or whatever, and and not for nothing, it was kind of a trade off because I was doing local parties, and he wasn't really in tune to the local scene because of, of what he did. Like his his main hustle was he was on stage with artists and he performed. But me, I'm in the club. I have a better understanding of what the audience is. In tune to because I'm there every weekend. So he would he would use me for my for my you know sponge off me of, off of like okay 
what are people into, what's going on, and I would be around him just carrying his crates just to, for the experience. Fast forward some more, an opportunity came around for him that wasn't financially in the best place. Mm. Um, he got a call from genuine people. This is 2003 now. Wow. I, I literally just graduated college, like maybe two months prior. And he's like, yo, I got this call from Genuine's people. They want me to DJ for them, but the, I don't think the money's fit for me. Do you want it? I'm like, I just graduated high school, college two months ago. Of course I want it. Let's go. <laughs> so with that being said, I, I met them at the management. He, he upsold me a lot, you know, but hey, <laughs> uh, you know, it is what it is. So he upsold me a little bit. And, um, you know, that's the that's the real beginning of, I guess, me having a career as a touring DJ. Wow. Like, so when you said, OK, I'm fine, I figure out like this is what I want to do. Um, what what was your biggest like, who was the biggest influence for you? Well, to be honest, DJing, when I started doing this DJ thing, it was kind of just a hustle. To, to get other things going. I really wanted to be a music executive. I, I didn't, this wasn't my original path. Mm. But, but to be honest with you, that like, it, I, it drew me in so much, I, I couldn't see myself doing anything else. So my influences, I guess, would be, wow, man. I mean, for, 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 for names that people know, obviously it's a Jam Master J, it's a Jazz Jeff. Yep. But there, there are names of people that I would say that you may never even heard of, like, uh, uh, there's um DJs that that my brother um grew up with is a DJ by the name of JT or a a more known name his name is Grandmaster Vic a DJ DeWitt he's a he's a Queens legendary guy if you ever mm-hmm. listen to Fifty Cent Records he, oh, he mentions their names in got records. it got it um well you know I'm, so, I'm you said you graduated two thousand and three yes. Yeah, I'm a little older. <clears throat> I won't say my age. You know, you're a little more seasoned. Don't say older. You're a little more seasoned. You're a little more seasoned. <laughs> he said, seasoned. "I graduated that's, that's 2003." I'm like, "Damn, I might be a little <laughs> older." I thought Reg was the same age. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so, so you got a Queens um, thoroughbred DJ that you were sort of influenced by. Who who said they would? Who who came up with the name Red West? Like, how did you come up with that? Well, Red 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 West came about because it's just a, it's such a shortening of, of, of my real name. Okay. My, my 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 first name is Reginald, mm-hmm. and my and my last name is an extension of West. Got so it. Red West just sounded cooler. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, let me go with this. I had other names before this that I I, I muddled around with when I was a teenager. They're on they're on the flyers. Like I, I went with DJ Double R. Uh, DJ RLW. It was like it was a few names I tried to like try out early, but but the, but this one is the one that people attach themselves to. Well, well, actually, I remember I, I realized later that there was a DJ Double R already out there. Oh. So I was so young and infant with my career, I switched it up real quick that it didn't really matter. I was probably like seventeen when that happened. So got it. Reg Reg West was it from probably about nineteen or eighteen on, I believe. And that's just what it was. So wait, when so when I had my daughter, she was like what two thousand. I had my daughter in two thousand and six. If you guys don't know, you guys got to get into one of the events that Reg is DJing at because he makes the room move literally. Uh, so you. you won't sit down if you're sitting down. Uh uh-uh. uh, you gotta you gonna have to get up. Like I I have there was like one or two events that I went to where you were actually. 
uh, DJing, and um, I didn't sit down. So, oh, man, thank you so much. <laughs> and I think that's how, that's how you, I was actually in New York doing an event with one of the artists I worked with. Shout out to Rhea Dumay. And, um, and that's how I met DJ Red West. And I was like, yo, he's a dope DJ. Hold up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. and for anybody who knows me, if I'm not, if I'm sitting down, that means I'm not, I'm, I must be either tired or the DJ is not engaging me enough. So if I'm standing up and I'm dancing all around and getting the whole room involved and all of that, the DJ's dope. So that's just a heads up. Thank you for saying that. Thank you so much. I'm like, hold up. How old was he if if it was 2008? Because I know I was like, I think I was performing out there in 2009, 2010 or something like that. So okay. you you was fr- you was you was getting your feet engraved into the into the you know the situation because I know Absolutely. I wasn't I know I wasn't um my daughter was a few months old when I started to really you know start working and doing the development stuff for uh, Rhea and we went back to it you know when she got her single up and going. Um, gotcha. What is your specialty that you would say that you like uh, or that you've sort of that's your go to because. Those who don't know what DJ techniques are, you know, name some of the, the, the techniques. Scratch, blend, mix. Like, what are those, you know, things that people that don't know what those techniques are? Well, well, yeah. So there's so many ways that a DJ can, can keep a party moving. It's it, if there's a microphone, they can, they can talk their way through the night. Mm-hmm. They, can, they can blend records through the night. They can cut and scratch the records. Um, me, I've never been the nicest on scratching. I, I'll, I'll, I'll admit that on your podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm about a five out of a ten on, on a, on a sugar sugar. Oh my yeah, absolutely. And, and and my and my courtroom vision, my court vision. I, I, I let me let me let me preface me when I say this, and I guess you gotta understand being a dancer. Mm-hmm. You have to have psychology when you work. That's you right. You have to understand that that you're not playing for yourself; you're playing for the room. That's right. So if there's too many people in their phones, there is a problem. Right. <laughs> <You're>, right. <laughs> Ain't nobody paying attention. Or right. Or or make a decision to alter the, the record choice you just made because you just played the wrong record. So <laughs> I, I I I think I have very good um, court vision when it comes to that. I, I think that I, you know, I have a fairly good understanding of once I once I play a few records and I know, okay, I can't go this way, but I can go this way. Okay, they're not really into soca. I can play some Maroon Five. Hey. Oh, okay, they like, uh, um, I don't know, uh, uh, Uptown Anthem. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's like, my joint it, right there. Hold up. They, there you go. So my point being is that I I've taken a, enough time to really cultivate a wide range of music that um, I know how to cater to almost any room mm. and, and, and land the plane, so to speak, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, so your specialty you would say is courtroom vision. Yeah. I, I, court vision. Court, court vision. vision. In, a, in, a, in a sense of, of just understanding the room, just, yeah. just knowing it's psychology, you right. know, like people, people minimize the, the DJ's, career so much sometimes like oh it's so easy you're just playing records no it's not no it ain't no it ain't no it ain't no i can even it, say it, that heck no it's not yeah it's, it's it's just because you can't you can't play the most popular records it, say the club closes at two you can't play the most 
popular records at 11, because where are you going to go after that? Right. Where are you going? Right. You got to build up. You got to build up. That's the same thing with like when, when we're performing on stage as dancers, like you do have to come out the gate with like, but the artist has to know they're set. So like the dancers have to pace themselves with their energy because yeah. you, I remember being on the stage with Nori and it was my first time actually doing Madison Square Garden. And wow. I think I must have told this story like, yo, when he came out with that reggaeton, um, when he was working on his reggaeton stuff. Whoa, yo, exactly. Yo, we went out there and I literally had to turn around and like breathe. And then it took, I think it was him or I forgot who was on the stage who gave me the eye like, girl. You better turn back around because ain't nowhere you could turn because the jumbotron, the screen had me like breathing hard. You know what I'm saying? Like match, like showing I was out of breath. I'm like, oh shoot, I can't do that. So I say all that to say, like, you have to pace yourself. And I've learned to pace myself during these sets, whether it's a 15 minute set, 45 minute set, or an hour set. Literally know exactly where I'm gonna place my energy at in that room or on that stage. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what's your favorite part of the business? Because uh, this is a business. Um, we know it's a business. Favorite part of the business? Playing in the, like the actual playing. I, I, I hate every other part. I mm. don't enjoy, let me say this. When I, when I first started, I really enjoyed, actually no, 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 no. Let me bring it back. I enjoy the traveling the most. Yeah, everyone, a lot of people say that, too. They say that. They say that it's traveling. traveling. Because, because I haven't told my, 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 my entire, I, I guess, resume, but I've traveled a lot, and I've seen a lot of beautiful places, all of music. Mm -hmm. So traveling is the best part to me. Um, it definitely ties up there with being on stage and performing, because mm -hmm. that's, obviously that's what you're there for. Yep. But, but the ability to go see places that, you know, your peers or your friends or your cousins, your aunties never even heard of. Right. That's the, that's the best part to me. I, 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 I'm so blessed with that. It, I'm, I can't, I can't compare it to anything else. Well, shoot. Well, since, since we have not touched your background, let's do the background. Who are some of the, the incredible artists that you've worked with that, um, that people would know and people that maybe they don't know and they're on the rise? I know, okay. I know Fab was one of them. I know that. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. So uh, the resume, now I, I'm, I'm going to mention names that I've DJed for full-time mm -hmm. and people that I've filled in for as well. So like it might be a spot date here or their DJ couldn't make it. But um, I was the full-time DJ for Little Kim from 2003 hey. till, till 2000, I want to say seven, but it might have been six. Um, right Damn. Like when she went, when she went to jail and came home, mm -hmm. I think that was 2007. That was 2007. So wow. 2003 to 2007, I, I was forgot she went to jail. DJ. Damn, I forgot, I forgot she was locked down. Yep, yep, yep. She went, she went away for a year. Oh. Um, I was Fab DJ, but I, I did the Fab DJ gig, uh, with DJ four or five. So, Got it. um, to, to preface that, cause, cause <laughs> there's a little asterisk next to that. Uh, four or five, um, so when so I mentioned earlier, four or five used to be Little Kim's DJ. Mm -hmm. um, when he left Little Kim, he became Fabulous's DJ. Got it. And and I became Little Kim's DJ. So y'all swapped. So <laughs> we 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 I, I'm we moved up in the, uh, in, in the ladder. So he moved to Fab, I moved to Kim. Um, 
so when he got an opportunity, well, Kim's, Kim's in jail and all that. So mm-hmm. when when um, he got an opportunity to be Little Wayne's DJ, he called me. And this is when Kim is in jail. I think she might have came home now. But I was doing clubs a little more heavily. I stopped touring with artists. Mm-hmm. He called me like, yo, I'm about to do this Wayne gig. Can you fill in for me with Fab? Wow. So, so it turned into like he was on tour with so much, so much with Wayne that I kind of shared the gig with him with Fab. So from 2008 to about 2000, I want to say 12. Yeah, because I, I remember was, when we were when we were working constantly. I was back and forth to New York. You, that's who you were DJing for at that time, I believe. Yes. Yes. Among yes. other so, things, but that was the main one that I remember uh, being. Uh, you were working working on. Yes. Yes. So so Fab was 08 to 2012. Uh, in between Fab and and Little Kim, I DJ for JoJo. Um, who the, the had singer? A, had a, had a, the singer. Yes. Oh, she's from Boston. Yes. She Shout is. out to JoJo. Hey, honey. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was um when when she was a teenager during her first album. Yeah. The first yeah. the first album. Um who else have I worked with? I've been the DJ. I've, I've done some filling dates with Nina Sky. Oh, um, I love I've, that. Were you DJing when they were doing the when they all did that big big thing at um Madison Square Garden? I was telling you like Nori was there, was Donald Mar, nope, Evie Queen. Were you nope, on that? Nope, nope, oh. nope. I was super late, super late in, the, in in their in their run. Super late, maybe like the the twenty you know twenty ten twenty twelve was around got there. It, got it. Um, um, who else? I worked with Jay Sean. Oh, I remember um, him. Is he still working? He's still working. Got um, it. J-, J-, J. Sean is still putting out music, but you know how it is now. It's, it's that 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 sound that came out. Yeah. Like the the it's so like you know it's hard the, to the J. Sean, the, the the Black Eyed Peas, the, yeah. the Pitbulls. That kind of music is kind of faded off to the side. So even though he's making amazing music, yeah. it's just not just not hitting the, the radio like it should be. But right. he's an amazing artist who who makes great music. It's just not hitting the it's not hitting the radio like 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 it should. And I also think um, that he he stepped away to, to to do family thing, right? To try to build yep, a family. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but he but he's still active. I, 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 he had a show last week. He called me to do a show last week. I couldn't make it because I already booked. Dope, but um, dope. but yeah, now he's still very active. Uh, who else have I have I not mentioned? Mac um, Wilds. <laughs> yes, th- thank you, thank you, thank you, Mac Wilds. Um, Mac Wilds. I uh, I started with Mac Wilds in 2013. And uh, he's a, he's become a good friend of mine. He's a, he's like a little brother to me. Like, right, I, I see it. Out of out of everybody that I've worked with over the years, he I, I, it's because I'm older than him. Mm-hmm. You know, like we have conversations about life and just music business. So he he defers to me in certain situations because I've walked that yeah. aisle. He 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 needs to know what that reference looks like. You right. Know, you so, got everybody so, needs a mentor or some sort of guidance or direction. When you when you're coming up, especially when this industry, when it comes to this, when with your craft, sometimes maybe that person doesn't rap or maybe that person doesn't sing, but they have experience in what you're going through or what you're 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 heading towards, and you definitely need to be have those people around that can sort of say, yo, what you know, be my eyes and ears on this. How about you know if this happened or whatever, what, how would you handle it? You know what I mean? Some, I see that in him too. I see that he's a lot of there's a lot of growth in him. You know, absolutely. Absolutely, he, he's a, he's a great kid. I, I I shouldn't call him a kid. He's a great young man. He's a young he's a young he's a young scholar. He's a young achiever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A king, young so, king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so the, he's got so much more to give give to the to the to the to the planet. I, I hope 
you know, the stars align so he can he can bring it to the people. Absolutely. Uh, I think I caught everybody. I think. So, so I, I, I'm, you... Oh, I'm sorry. I missed one person. Jasmine Sullivan. I oh, I Jasmine love her. Sullivan. I love I her. Jasmine, I was with Jasmine Sullivan for the second album. Um, yeah. Is she on her third right now? I, I don't know what she's doing nowadays. I have no idea. Because I keep, like, I follow her on Instagram, but I'm not... I'm not, she's not a, like, I, there's notifications that come up on specifics. And then, you know, uh-huh. you got this long feed of people who just flood the whole timeline Absolutely. and, um, every now and then she'll come up, but I don't like, that's not the first go-to, like, you know, some of your stuff will come up right away because you're on a note. Like I have a, a notification on like, what's Reg doing? Like most of the DJs and specific dancers and choreographers, you know, obviously the video game that I work on, I, I got to put posting on them, but they be slow with it too. With this stuff, right? <laughs> right. Um, damn, I love that. I love that you. Jasmine Sullivan is a is a beast, man. Yeah, she's yeah. A beast. She, she, we had a we had a good little run. She she's a she's a good person. Her family's super cool. So yeah, we we had a great run too. But those are all the artists. I I, I have a few other. Excuse me. I have other few other uh, other clients that I do consistent work with over the years. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're a Boston person, but um, Derek Jeter is has been one of my clients. For over ten years, I ain't got no beef uh, with Derek Jeter. You know, you know, <laughs> Boston Red Sox. You know what's up? What's up? <laughs> so, so I, I've I've been doing all of his uh, foundation and charity events over for over ten years. So, Dope. so that I I appreciate him and his family for keeping me uh, around for all this time. But you know, to to be honest, it, 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 it's a good energy with with him and his family. That's super cool. That's dope. Now, what radio stations are you on? Syndicated radio stations? Are you on just series? Like, what's where are the radio stations that people like? You know, they can hear you. Cause let me tell you something. You did a Thanksgiving um, mix um, a couple years ago, like two years ago, maybe. Was it two years ago? Yeah, about two years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, me, my mother, and my sister. Just don't get it twisted and don't judge. We had to stop the car and get out the car and do a little <laughs> one two one two. Was nobody around, but it was so lit, it was so dope that we had to do that. We had to. Yo, yo, I appreciate you. Thank <laughs> you so much. And you know I'm wild with it, so of course I'm like in the middle of a red light that turned green, going off with my mom, like because you were just playing like you went back to back with like current and then a nostalgic you know blend and like you just you just took us on a ride and it was like where we were going we didn't get there until like maybe 20 minutes later because we had to stop to do that you know what i'm saying we had to we had to yo thank you so much thank you i I, actually i i don't have any current stations i'm on right now i'm a free agent as we speak um uh jamming uh they they call me occasionally to, to 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 do mixes for holiday um serious i was on serious i had my own show Mm-hmm. On uh, the Foxhole, which was Jamie Foxx station, yep. for about five years. That got me on um, my that got me on my car rides. By the way, just letting you know, thank you so much. I was up. I was like, I got that's Reg on there. Oh no, I got to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 Jamie station um, is no longer in existence. They they gave his station to, to Kevin Hart. So oh, when wow. they did that, so when they did that, they they changed the whole staff. Wow. So, so right. So, so my stage, so my show on Sirius is no longer there. But just like with jamming, I, I they call me up to Sirius to do, you know, guest mixes occasionally and so on and so forth. So there, there is no home music, uh, radio wise for Reg West right now. 
I just come and visit every every well, night in the different stations. Might I suggest because of the love that I have, you know, would you be would you be in the future thinking of doing like something where people could centralize and go to like like a podcast or like a you know your own platform type of thing like maybe kind of uh, please it's, look it's, I'm begging it's, it's definitely something that's crossed my mind in in the interim people can go to my SoundCloud DJ Reg West and my hey. Mixcloud also DJ Reg West okay to, to to check out old mixes or or specific blends that I put together um with uh, I, I have a few very, very cool mixes that I, that I post um, during, I guess, certain seasons. One of my most favorites is called The Icebreaker. Um, I post that during uh, Valentine's Day season. I have, I have three of them. All, they all have a, a, a theme okay. or a storyline re- related around love. Okay, or, good, because that's my birthday. You know, my birthday is February 13th. That's next Wednesday. Hey, so I'll, I'll, I'll have to, see, you know, you take that and, you know, uh, implement that, you know. There you go. There you go. There you go. But, yeah, so so those are the places people can find my mixes right now. So just go, just when you when you go to SoundCloud, just search DJ Reg West and my page will come up. And same thing with MixCloud. Um, all my mixes are, are there as well. So you can pick your poison on, on which one you Yo, like. Yo, I just learned in... in, in, in uh, Recently got um, hip to Mixcloud because I just produced a show with the Boston Center for the Arts. Uh, shout out to the BCA and the Sola Lula DJs. Um, they had that. They had their mix that we had to like rehearse to on Mixcloud. I was like, "What is this?" Like yeah. first it was SoundCloud, now it's this, and I didn't have a clue. Maybe I'm just like you know not hip, but I I know now. <laughs> like um, I was like, "What in the world is this? Is it different from SoundCloud?" They're like, "Yes, Chanel." I'm like, "Ow, oh, okay, you know." Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Mixcloud Mix came about just 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 a quick quick background on them. They came about because. SoundCloud would take down DJ's mixes because, you know, we don't own the music. Wow. So, so, okay. so SoundCloud would end up taking our mixes down. So MixCloud got created because of that. So, but yeah, because you know why? Because you can't download them things because of the copyrights on them. Right. So, mm. so we, had a, we had a whole situation with that. But now that, now that the law is a little different and the labels are a little more in tune, you can, you can post stuff on SoundCloud if you do it right. Right. So... But in the interim, you know, it, it Mixcloud was, was, was there for us when SoundCloud was doing a sturdy. Right, because I tell you one thing, I was getting super aggravated having to keep clicking back on the link just to get to that rehearsal section because I couldn't download <laughs> this thing. And, you know, imagine having like eight dancers that you have to choreograph and produce yeah. this show, but it came out dope. I'm going to send you the link dope. for that video, too, because it came out dope. Um, Please do. What's your favorite um, part place to be? So, like... I say for me, I love the stage and I love the, the, the actual creative and artist development part. So, you know, in a, in a studio, you know, getting to the knit and, you know, the, the gritty, the hard part of, you know, what we're actually creating for the artist and what the show mm-hmm. is becoming. And like, you know, obviously later on staffing dancers and da da da. So what's your favorite place to be? Is it the tour? Is it the stages? Is it the auditions? Well, you don't do the auditions, but like rehearsals, like, you know, what, what, what's like your radio station, the clubs? Like my Currently, currently, because it shifts from one to the other every now and again, so I'll, I'll mention both, but currently it's the stage. I, I, I love commanding that stage yeah. with the crowd and, yep. and, and 
especially with someone like Mac, even with Fab too. Fab allowed me to to to, to breathe a lot too in terms of uh, cultivating the show and saying, okay, we're going to start with this record. Let's do this record over here. Let's let's do crowd participation right here. You know, so that's my favorite part because mm-hmm. because you know between me, you, and your audience. I'm naturally a, a shy individual. I don't. I like to be by myself. I'm pretty chill. I, I know. I had know. to be like. I had a. I had a. I had to chat you up. I'm like, hey, you know, you was doing your thing. <laughs> Reg was like, all right, lady, whoever you are. <laughs> Reg is like, who's this lady coming for me? What is she saying? What is she so, talking about? <laughs> so, so like, it's it's kind of like you know when I'm on that stage, it all that goes away and, and the light switch turns on and it's like you know you played in the garden i played in the garden the garden like that and that that environment is yo nothing like it. it's nothing it's like, like it yo i can honestly say that yo like nothing like it like i i thought i had performed and i had thought i had been on a stage until i got there yeah and i was like yo this is real. This is a real situation. Like, and yeah. you know what's so crazy is that was like one of those shows where I was like, you know what, I want to do this for the rest of my life. This is what I want to do. I want to be on stages. I want to be. I want to teach people how to be on a stage. Share these experiences with people because you know you got some some artists and you have some dancers who, or even DJs for that matter, who don't experience you know, things at a higher level or, or they get the exposure to do this type of stuff. So if you can prep them and prepare them and show them how, like, that's even all the better because like, you're sharing what you know, you're sharing your knowledge. Well, well let, let, me, let me say this because DJ, young DJs ask me all the time, like, how did you get here? And, and, and something I've learned and something I try to pass on is that everything ain't for everybody. Mm-hmm. You're not going to do what I did. Exactly. Because it's, it's, it's one, it's, it's, a, it's a different time. And two, your journey isn't going to be the same as mine. That's true. You might be, you might end up being the the, the, the most amazing wedding DJ that's ever lived on the planet. Yeah, yeah. And, and not for nothing, folks. Wedding DJs make bank if you go with the right company. Listen, you can make. You can make. First of all, bank. weddings are timeless, so you will always be booked. Okay, let's keep that a hundred. Right. So. So. So jumping on stage at Madison Square Garden or being in Dubai, it might not be for you. It right. might not be in your cards. However, you know, you might be the nicest dude in your city. And right. you booked forever. So, <laughs> Yo, Dubai, you know, I don't think I've ever been to Dubai, sir. I'm trying to get there, though. Nah, Dubai is an amazing city. I ain't, ain't going to lie. Yeah, I, <laughs> no, my dad tells city. me this all the time. My dad, shout out to Billy T., that's uh daddy five six seven eight that's um my dad's in kuwait so he once a month he's in dubai and he's like and he'll send me videos of where he's staying he's like chanel check this out check this out this is what the bathroom looked like like i'm like you know what (laughs) like dad like send for me i want to come what do you mean you're going through this experience without me what the hell but he be there chilling yo dubai i heard so many great stories about that you know about that place it's an it's an amazing city because they because they're just they're building in the sand they're Mm. literally just building buildings in the middle of the desert you know what i mean so how do they receive us how do they receive how do they receive you it was great i actually i actually the first time i went out there um uh was with nina sky but i was but this is the here's the thing one of the one of the girls in the sky nicole is a dj but not no fake 
you know, model DJ that like, you know, oh, let me DJ. No, she's nice. Like wow. she, 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 she's been a DJ before the singing thing popped off because of her older brother, her older brother taught, taught her how to DJ. Wow. But that's another story. Um, I was out there with them because it was her first time traveling internationally to DJ. So she wanted somebody there who she could trust just in case something went wrong. Right. Right. Um, so that was my first time out there and they receive us musically just like anything else because you know, you got to remember like what's playing over here is playing over there. Exactly. Uh, America, uh, American music is the most received commodity. Like we are received everywhere, but we don't, we don't really receive anybody else's music. You go to any other country and they know our songs. They know them. Right. They just know. Them. Singing along and all of that. The last, time I, the last time I went to Dubai, it's been a while since I've been to Dubai, but the last time I went to Dubai was um, when the Bobby Schmurder record was popping. Got it. And, and it just came out here in the States, literally. So, you know, people were doing the, the, the shmoney dance, throwing the hat in New York. I'm like, I'm not going to play this. I'm like, I'm not going to play this record here because they don't know it, it. just came out. They, they don't know it. So I was, I was, I was, I had a good, like, you know, middle part of the night. So the, to the DJ that came on after me, you know, like, all right, so DJs understand what I'm talking about. If the DJ that's, that's closing, he's going to play the records that the DJ before him might have missed, or he thinks, oh, this record's going to go. He just don't know this record's going to go. Right. Yo, the first record the DJ after he played was the Bobby Schmurder record. The whole place went crazy. What? Like, y'all oh. like, do oh. know about this here. Oh, <laughs> this record came out two weeks ago, and y'all on it like that? Okay. But, but that's the, the internet. Dubai, that's the internet. Yes, that, that is the internet. But also, Dubai, in a sense, is, is just like any major city in New York. It's a hub. I'm sorry, any, any major city in the States, like Boston or New York, it's a hub. So you have people from all over the place in Dubai. Because people came up to me like, yo, I'm from Chicago. Yo, I'm from L.A. Mm. Yo, I'm from Miami. Like, people from everywhere go there, not just for a vacation, but people are there for work. Yeah, people are there. You know, you know. So look, my dad's so, from Brooklyn, and he be there, and he's li and he works and lives in Kuwait. So right, right. Know. Just to my point, mm -hmm. exactly to my point. So yeah, that that's how that's how the music received out there. It, it's it's very much dope. Uh, very much in real time. Did now, what's been some of your struggles? Like, was it the money? Was it the artist? Was it any of the gigs, the stage, the tour, the relationships, or like location? Like, um, wow. Struggles. All right, so you might you might be able to understand this as as a creative person. Um, there's going to be waves to this, mm -hmm. or, or just 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 as being an entrepreneur. Yeah, that's what we are as well. Exactly. We're entrepreneurs. Exactly. Right. There's there's waves. So there's going to be up days. There's going to be down days. Mm -hmm. there's gonna be up years. There's going to be down years. The thing about <laughs> The thing about social media, like you don't really showcase it on social media. You gotta pretend like everything is great every single day. Right. It's not. Um, I guess some of my downfalls have been, and and I try I try to get over this later in life, but later in my career, but not understanding the difference between um, music and the business early, mm -hmm. you know, like thinking everybody's cool. Oh, yeah, everybody's cool, but no, 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 no. Uh, everybody's, hold everybody's up. really not, everybody's really not cool. Everybody's for themselves. Exactly. So, and I had to learn that early. I made a, I made a few mistakes earlier thinking that, like, oh, we all roll together. We all, we all, we all cool. Being too nice. Right. That's my biggest being, thing. I was being too right. nice, you know what I mean? Right, right. So, I, I've had to learn to really, 
like what I mentioned earlier about surveying the room with being a DJ, you have to survey the people that you're around. Right. Understand that everybody isn't going to be there. Even though they're, they're with you, they're not with you. So that's, that's something I had to learn early. Uh, as far as, I guess as far as money, like, so when Kim went to jail um, back in 06, 07, that was a really trying time for me because, like, my, my mother just passed away from cancer. Oh, man, I'm so like, sorry, I'm dealing yeah. with stuff at home. I got this going on. I, I got, we was paying, like, out of pocket for, for medical. So it was a bit crazy. Wow. So, so, so to come back from that, mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm so blessed to have great friends who, like, made some calls and understood, like, your Reg is good for this. Let's put him over here. Let's help him out. Right. Like, you got to have a great, you got to have great people around you that understand your talent and know that, you know, you can get through it. So that, I guess, were some of my, my downfalls, I, I guess, to say, like, just to talk about money and have an understanding that, and just to talk to any tour DJ who might be listening to this podcast, who might be younger than me mm-hmm. and just, just into it, you got to have a variety of things going on because when you're on tour, you come home to nothing. Yeah, you know, like, that's the toughest like, part. Oh my God, it's coming right. back. And you've been you've been a tour dancer. You understand it too. Yeah, like you go on you go on the road. You pay all your bills. That's great. You've been on the road for six months. Tour's over. Now what? <laughs> like, not, but see, I'm lucky because I've gotten like I've gotten like you know spot date tours. Like so, I'll go come home. And I was lucky because I almost got thrown on with Jordan Knight with like that, where my homeboy was like, Chanel, I'm telling you right now, you're going to be gone for like a whole three weeks to, to a month to a two months. Are you going to be able to handle that with your daughter? And I'm like, uh, hold on, brother. Is there right. a way? Like, you know, I had to like, you know, figure it out. And I'm like, and, you know, then, you know, it wasn't in the cards. And I'm, I'm kind of grateful that that didn't happen because she was very young and very, you know, impressionable at that time. Even when I was working with, with Nori, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't a mom yet. So mm-hmm. all I had to do was mind, make sure I was good and the dances I'm rolling with that I'm bringing up to, from Boston to New York was good. You know what I mean? So it was just, it just changes the dynamic, especially when you have a family. Tours change your life, period. Like it opens yeah. your eyes up to, you know, um, being unified with your team. It, um, you know, how organized are you? <clears throat> how um, disciplined are you with, you know, with your, with the way that you handle your money, the way that you handle your craft, um, the people you're among, like staying grounded, like all that stuff. So like I learned a lot when just even just doing shows, like, and learning yep. who artists, you know, what artists are and like how they function. Um, you know, where, where they're at their, you know, their best and where I can contribute and like how to, even when I'm working with an artist, like, or the dancers for that matter, how, um, they operate and how to use it sure. for the next thing. Like, so sure, sure, I, sure. I get it. Like, sure. But, but it's, but to, to me, like, to be honest, like when I first, first started, it was kind of surreal because these are people that, you know, I, I grew, I'm sure you grew up in the same time too, where like you had these people on your wall yeah you know what i mean yeah, like you yeah. had these people Yo. on your wall and now you're standing next to them and they're they're asking you what do you think we should do right what? right exactly exactly <laughs> yo i ain't even gonna lie i did a show we i don't know if, were you at this show when we did the um it was um i think it was uh 108 wherever dj self is whatever that radio station is right Power 105. Yeah, it was a Power 105 show, and they did it at um, BB King's. Oh, 
And um, Charlie Wilson was on the bill. Okay. Yo, everybody in that room, when he did his sound check, nobody said a word. Yeah. They stood there to pay attention to how he did his sound check, how he held his mic, like what exactly he did. Like, yo, there was not, you could hear a pin drop in there. Nobody was talking. <laughs> and this was like a teachable, coachable moment. Yo, and I was like, yo, I called my mother. I'm like, Ma, I don't say this is Charlie Wilson. Be quiet. I'm going to put you on speakerphone. She was at work <laughs> listening to Charlie Wilson do his sound check. It was so dope because, you know, back in the day, like when we lived in England, uh, my cousin was on tour with Heat Wave. He was the guitarist. So wow, you, you said Heat Wave. Oh, okay, okay. Listen, I, I, let's just, let's just be clear. I'll be forty-one next Wednesday. Okay, so I'm excited. You know, February thirteenth now is my birthday. So you know, it's 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 crazy because I can I can relate with a lot of younger people and a lot of older people and in between. So when I talk about stuff, I'm like, yo, I've, I've had some experiences, like crazy experiences where you'd be like, what? And I'm like, yeah, man. But I'll never forget how he commanded even just the sound check, like how he commanded this, the stage. And it was like, you know, you had Pleasure P and like all these different artists that were sort of kind of doing their thing at, at that moment. And then they'll go, they're going solo. Jeremiah was solo. You had, um, what's the dude that... Um, Produce that track. Um, he's a producer, uh, and he's on Love and Hip Hop Miami right now. I don't watch Love and Hip Hop because that's poison to me. But yeah, uh... no, I, I only seen him on the preview, and I was like, he's a producer that did Mario stuff. He was working with Mario. He had a song with Mario. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw some names out. Was it Rico Love? Yes. So okay. he was there, and even him. Just paying attention as a producer, like just very attentive. And it was just very cool to have that observation of how you had a lot of newer artists who, you know, it could be ego in the room. But when sure. he, when Charlie Wilson came on the stage to do his check, there was not a person in there worried about no ego because this man has been doing the, this for decades. You know what I mean? And that Absolutely. was like that was like my the illest um you know, observation I could probably experience at that particular time. Um, Absolutely. So what I, I have, I have a, a, a unique question. Are you doing what you love? Yes, but. <laughs> yes, but. but. At, at, at this stage, it's becoming hard to love it because of the business side of it. Yeah. As as I'm as I'm as I'm creeping up in age, it be, mm -hmm. it's becoming more difficult to uh, be the one man band. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, over my career, I've I've had people help me. I've had people that have, um, you know, friends who have. I'm I'm doing air quotes over here, like you could see me, but but managed me, <laughs> you know. But nothing, nobody who is of you know credit credibleness that have done amazing things. It's, it's been me. It's, yeah. You know, so so, you know how it goes. You you can't you can't obtain an amazing amount of success without a team. That's like, right. If you That's if, true. if you walk in by if you walk in by yourself, you might get there. It's gonna take you a little longer. Yep. So, so that's been I guess to answer your question. I love what I do, but mm -hmm. it's just becoming a lot more difficult over the years. Just just moving by myself. Do you think it's more uh, demanding for you? Yes. I feel like you're more of a demand. 
Like, yeah. you know, like people were requesting you more and more and more because the experience that you have and they can't trust, you know, and just because this DJ is, you know, did a couple dope things over here that they can, you know, they can respect their, the person that's hiring them, their brand. You feel what I'm saying? Like they understand sure. your work ethic or whatever. Now, would you ever entertain the idea of teaching and, and doing a school for DJing or the business side of it or any of those things? Like where, where would you, like, is that an, is that an avenue that you would explore? I, I, I don't know. I've, I've been asked before, but. Or I even a book. I... What about a book? No, because because to me, the stories I need to tell have they have to be like interactive. You can't just wow. put it in a book and and people just and just un, you know take it in. It's got to be interactive. At least the way I, I I that's how I learn. I can't learn book. I, I have to be it has to be interactive, and that's how that's how I would teach. Mm. But to answer your question, what I what I ever teach, I don't know. I don't know if if I have t- the temperament to teach. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> you, you I can't know, imagine. I just don't know if I have the temperament. Be like, Johnny, I told you. Right, One, right. Two, one, two. Not two, one, two. What is this? Professor, Professor Wedge West, I forgot my homework. What? Oh my god, I can't, I can't. Oh my god. I mean, are yeah. you, are you a, pay, are you, a, um, do you have? I would be. I'm talking my in, in context of me. I have. I'm working on patience. Do you have patience? <laughs> I, I I definitely have patience. I I I know I have patience. I just I'm <laughs> I can I, I can I can be a a a bit of a smart ass. Yeah, I mean, but I, I, but, but I have I, I know I have extreme patience. It's just when you don't do stuff that I think is common sense. Then, oh yeah. Then, then the wise ass part comes out. Oh man. Don't get so, me started on that, boy. What? But I, I, I know, you know, not to, it sounds funny, but I, I know I'm a humble person. I, 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 that, you know, I'm very, I'm, you know, we're Aquarius. Like, we listen good. Yeah. So, yep. you know, I, I know I'm a great listener and, you know, I can, I can talk to people and be calm when they, when they have rage. Like, this. that's no problem. It's just the common sense part. I, 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 <laughs> You're like, hold up. Hold up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think also, you know, when it comes to that type of stuff, too, we, we kind of have a tendency to, um, you know, forget, oh, wait, this person may not even understand the how, so I got to, like, walk you through it and whatever else. Like, that's the part I'm learning is to slow down because I'm always moving so fast, and patience is a lot of that. Like, sure. and I, you know, but that goes with age. I'm 40 something years old. Like, listen, I got to acquire some sort of patience at this point. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I got to figure out the strategy and the approach to have it. Um, what is, um, what, what's, where's a place that a centralized place or a few places that people can find you? Cause I know you mentioned your SoundCloud. Can you, can you give, um, folks that are listening, um, the SoundCloud address again, and where you want people to follow you if if you want them to follow you. Sure. So, if you're on the internet, which you are, if you're on your phone right now, listening to this podcast or in front of your computer, everything is DJ Reg West. So if you throw DJ Reg West in Google, everything is going to come up. So, <laughs> so DJ Reg West is the IG handle. DJ Reg West is the Facebook handle. DJ Reg West is the is the Twitter handle. 
And of course, if you search DJ Reg West in SoundCloud, MixCloud, and I do have a few remixes available on Apple Music right dope, now. Dope, dope, dope. Um, um, you can type in DJ Reg West and those things will come up. Now, the last question, but not, you know, the most impressionable question is, what's your message? Oh, wow. So, DJ Reg West, what is his message? Just to have a good time. Let's enjoy life, you know? Mm. Like, we don't know... We don't know how long we're going to be here. We might be here for 100 years. We might be here for 60. Just enjoy life. You yes. know, you got to have a smile on your face. Yes. I think that's, that's part of being an entertainer. Mm-hmm. We're here to put smiles on people's faces yep. at the end of the day. Or, yep. or at least evoke emotion. Yes. So just, just have a good time. Just hey. enjoy life. Have a, have a good spirit about yourself. Why are you mad? <laughs> <laughs> that's the question I'm going to ask. Why are you mad? Yeah, why are you mad? Yo, man, relax. Man, I'm, I'm like, yo, I I have to. I'm, I'm always, most of the time, I'm always smiling. If you see me like grouchy face looking, there's something that's wrong because I'm usually smiling. But I, I feel that. Have, have a good time, you know, and smile, you know, and and cherish the time. We're here for a good time. Like, like, like how you said earlier, uh, uh, commenting me—I mean, complimenting me earlier—I appreciate it. My job is to make sure you come and have a good time. People come to the club or go to a party to forget or relax about what happened during the day. Absolutely. My my job is to is to make you have a good time. So that's that's it. You know, like I want to make sure you have a good time. Now, I can't do that for everybody in the room because, you know, there's going to be that one person that, that doesn't like the song I play. But, yeah. but you know what? You can't please everybody. But I'll right. tell so, you about so those, you. You can get so come pretty other, close. The, right. Those other 250 people that, that, are, that are singing and have their hands in the air, mm-hmm. I'm good. I'm right. Good. Right. Man, Reg, you're the best. I appreciate you. Um, I, I, I pray that you have continued success, continued favor. I'm excited that um, I'm even getting the opportunity to talk to you. And I hope, I hope I get to get to one of your events where I get to have that moment of dancing and enjoying what you do because I definitely um, appreciate your craft. I think you're a, an excellent DJ and I'm, um, I'm blessed to know you or to have met you, you know, so. I'm, I'm blessed to have you in my circle as well. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast today. You, I appreciate it. You got it. Yo, you guys tuned in. This is the Dope DJ edition and you're, you were rocking with Miss 5678 and this is a Dope DJ, DJ Reg West. Yeah. <laughs> Miss 5678 Dances Report Podcast.